Durga's Fireside Chat, hosted by Priya Varadarajan. Hello everyone, I'm Priya and I'm part of Durga. Durga is a citizen sector organization that wants to build power and resilience in youth to act against sexual harassment in public spaces and also work towards a gender just society. Diti is the coordinator of Sangat Delhi and one of the coordinators of Young Sangat. Young Sangat is a youth led network of advocates for diversity, equality, equity, freedom and pluralism. Hi Diti, um lovely having you with us uh, as you're already aware durga is a citizen sector organization and we are trying to build power and resilience in youth to work on issues of gender justice in long term and address issues of sexual harassment in public spaces sexual abuse and sexual violence in near term so towards this we've been having a whole lot of engagement through our regular programs with youth it could be voice it could be dare it could be working with unlikely allies like men uh, bus drivers and conductors and we also do some social audits and stuff but beyond all of that we felt that uh, in in some way to add to the support and solidarity of the global 16 days of activism against gender based violence we had to launch something really big so we launched what we call as the india gender equity week which starts on 10th of december to the 12th of december so starts at the end of the activism and the human rights day and moves on for 3 days we brought youths together and started the engage forum and aditi you were a part of engage forum we right, launched right. youths angad as well so thank you so much it was lovely to have you to participate with us then to continue with all the wonderful speakers and all the participation we got and the interest we built we felt that just dropping it there and then picking it up again in december is just complete injustice to the movement and these are conversations that need to come up repeatedly the aspects of feminism the aspects of intersectionality and in feminism the pluralism of feminism and that's why we wanted to come back and reconnect with many of you so today's conversation the first real question to you diti is what is your journey of activism and would be good for you to start with that so hi thank you for having me back and thank you for creating this platform i think it is much needed because like you said we need to keep reconvening uh the sooner uh, and more in more like you know frequent um conditions and not just you know come together for some event or some incident or in a reactionary manner and i think like this sustained dialogue building is so important in these days so um about me a uh, transmasculine person currently based out of delhi i work with sangat which is a feminist network and um, so i grew up uh, during 90s assam and um, my family was part of the whole assam andolan and everything so uh, i kept hearing stories of you know women protesting my mother and my grandmother being part of protests being part of the activist circles so my attraction towards the movement was almost organic and um, i began by uh, joining student politics when i was in bu so i went to hindu college and um, at that time uh, the student politics was very limited to elect- electoral politics and uh, we all contested elections uh, in our own cliques and uh, that's how it was but that sort of 
participation in student politics gave me uh, an insight into a few things taught me a few things about rights about the importance of assertion and the importance of challenging the authorities i mean all uh, many a times this assertion also of course came from my own location of uh, finding say uh, fighting against say gender based discrimination or uh, harassment of students coming from the northeast etc but um yeah that kind of challenging of the authorities and uh, asserting my identity did give me some kind of consciousness i will not say that uh, i was always a conscious feminist or like the consci- uh, the feminist consciousness came something from within there have been times where i have shamed women for their choices i have laughed at people and called them lesbians i've done all of that shit as a say um 17 18 19 year old but uh, i was introduced to the word feminism and the concept of feminism by a man a lecturer in our college uh, called uh, his name was ravi singh and i think my first uh, attraction started uh, towards feminism started with the fact that uh, it allowed for uh, conversations around transgression of gender norms right yeah. and uh, I'm sorry about the WhatsApp messages. I will try and shut them. No worries, no worries. Yeah, and also this was a time when I was um, sort of coming to terms with my own um, gender identity. Actually, not coming to terms so much with my gender identity. I was trying very hard to fit into, um, you know, being the good woman uh, because you know. or if you did not fit into those norms you were constantly called names uh you had to get a boyfriend you had to uh, look a certain way you had to dress up a certain way and you had to be a certain way and um after a point i think this was also getting to me and i was feeling suffocated inside it and this, uh, that is when i found feminism i think that is what kept me with uh, initially within feminism and then i found uh, almost like a family within feminism so um, yeah and then i uh, went about uh, doing my masters in women studies which is when i then got introduced to a more uh, activist space where i uh, got introduced to the, uh, to the women's uh, movement i got introduced to other kinds of movements later i got introduced to the queer movement and also um, at a much later stage actually the anti caste movements by my stu- uh, friends in college and um, yeah since then i have sort of uh, stayed in the movement space stayed in uh, the activist circles and continue to do so because um, i think i sort of call myself a child of the movement and um, yeah so uh, when our families our uh, biological families sort of do not get us this is a space where i can come back for some kind of conversation which keeps me grounded and keeps me alive i would say 
Thank you so much, Diddy, and thanks a lot for the honesty you bring. You know about the fact of how you were about a queer people in the past, and how you've all sort of over a period of time changed your thoughts around it, and the openness with which you've shared is actually honestly creating a safe space here for us to be able to even listen to it and engage on it. So, moving from what you said, and and a lovely thing that you said, being a child of the movement, and what a child. Um, so, moving from there, uh, Diddy, could you tell us what aspect of feminism do you connect most with or do you sort of enjoy most being a part of um i think what i connect most is that feminism has allowed me the space to ask questions and um not provided answers on a platter but i've had to uh, make an effort to seek answers so uh, go through a lot of um self reflection listen to so many people to find answers and yet sometimes not find answers you know so uh, one of my mentors when i was in my uh, during my uh, initial days of feminism and i must have been like around uh, 19 20 years old uh, she said that you know um, yes there will be chaos and uh, after a point you get uh, comfortable in the chaos and i think that is something that has uh, stayed with me i uh, it is we live in a chaotic world it's just that we constantly want to make patterns and uh, uh, you know want everything to fit into boxes and this some fit constantly making everybody fit into boxes giving um, textbook answers do not always you know is not always an inclusive process which is uh, what my feminism has allowed me to explore and uh, i think right now i have almost found a solace in this chaos that i know that there will be confusions there will uh, constantly be um, upheavals and there will be overwhelming moments but um, there is there are other uh, ways of being so unlike religion which does not allow you to question unlike the patriarchal family which gives you a certain set a set of norms my faith in feminism forces me to question it forces me to challenge everyone everything and starting with myself my family my practice my belief and things that i have always thought are quote unquote normal you know and yeah i think that is what i really enjoy about feminism that is what has kept me excited about feminism nice solace in chaos is so beautiful you know however much it sounds like an oxymoron i completely connect with what you were saying in fact when you started to say that feminism allows me to question and um it allows me to go deep and reflect um i was just going to uh, you know and parallelly i was processing that and because you it allows for us to go deeper and question it doesn't mean that you come out feeling like you've uh, you know solved for something because there's so many layers to it there's so many emotions to it there's so many ways of experiencing and expressions and so much to it that there's never an end to it and and if you were if one was to just look at it and say oh this is a feminism and just sort of put placed it in a in a single sentence or in a box like you were saying then perhaps that's not even scratching the surface or knowing enough about it so it's like just getting deep into it and as you go deeper you only get absorbed so i really like the way you articulated that diddy um right. the next question to you is basically so when we're talking about say gender 
and mm-hmm. um, we're talking about issues of gender and issues of various expressions of gender the way you identify yourself the way one uh, you know sort of carries themselves and all of that there's a lot of violence there's uh, there's resistance there's there are atrocities all sorts of things that happen so while we say that the system and you know authorities should be doing something to address it a lot of mm-hmm. things around gender is also very community culture context driven right? right and so a lot of resolutions should also come from the same community culture context right? right so how do you think or how do you feel one should be able to build communities that have the power and resilience to resist these uh, atrocities and violence based on gender right i i mean you make a very pertinent point that you know uh, on one hand we need to think about laws we need to bring about uh, changes f- uh, which which is uh, which uh, gives a sort of legitimacy to uh, transgressions at the same time you know like uh, while laws can only do so much there is also the need to constantly engage with communities because we as feminists i think we we have always felt that you know the primary site of violence is the family and until and unless we create uh, situations in which the family is is felt like a safer space or the or there are communities away from your biological family where you find a safe space uh, we cannot bring about um, you know tangible changes i feel and um, like i said you know for me the movement space has been that kind of safe space not to say that you know being within the movement has been a constant uh, a happy journey uh, it's not been a merry ride always but uh, it has allowed me a safe space where i can you know constantly question things constantly reflect upon things and do it with peers and do it with other people so um, i think that is what is important i think it is important to create safe spaces um if possible within communities that we are born into and if not possible outside of the, of those communities uh communities in which young people can question can reflect upon themselves work on becoming more self aware and uh while i look at young people as the change makers of today i think it is also very important to keep uh, learning from our history so in that sense intergenerational dialogue is important to learn about the mistakes of the past uh you know how, uh, things that we need to carry forward and things that we need to um leave behind i think th- these are spaces that are very important that we create them and when i say that um, you know we need to create the safe spaces we uh, um i'm also aware that you know a lot of the owners then li- uh, lies on uh, communities who have been historically marginalized i'm aware of the problems of it so i i'm i will never say that the owners of sensitization and uh, education uh, educating people uh, especially our oppressors should be onus on communities who have been historically marginalized within and in that uh, case you know ro- uh, role of organizations like durga for instance becomes very important 
and there are several other such organizations which are working with young people creating conversations uh, creating dialogues and i we today we keep hearing this word let's build solidarity i think solidarity is cannot be forced upon the first step is going to be uh, building dialogue and uh, so yeah create safe spaces where young people can build dialogues create safe spaces where um, you know you can have non judgmental safe spaces where discussions can take place where things do not have to be constantly polarized and at the same time like you know people uh, from the margins do not have to feel unsafe so um, the mic has to be given to communities who have been historically marginalized um organizations like ours have to amplify uh, voices of people from the margins so yeah that i think uh, in that way building the community is also a role that relies very heavily on uh, networks on organizations uh, so that the owners of the community is not just on um our families that we are born into right and we can uh, we can come up with new ideas of family new ideas of community building yeah i think uh, it's beautiful i just mm-hmm. love the way you ended it with new ideas of family and community which is actually what works as well no um if once we sort of start questioning norms and practices and start identifying ourselves with people who are very different from the so called conformed um mm-hmm. uh, and accepted people uh, or accepted ways of living then i think we it is time for us to build new families make new uh, communities for ourselves and everyone has a right to a safe space anyway so which is where most of our work um across many of the organizations that you also were talking about as well as ours and Durga is around so thank you so so much riti i don't know how much more to thank you because i think it's brought a new dimension to the conversations we've had with our speakers um um up to now and uh, i'm really really glad that we're also uh, you know working with you um within um young sangat and trying to um build more work with other organizations engaging with youth not just in india or not just because our work in durga is very uh, limited to our own geography so just sort of connecting with uh, far more organizations in different geographies working with different sort of cultures and contexts is actually adding a lot of substance to our own understanding of the issue so we are really delighted to be a part of young sangat and um, so thanks a lot Durga's Fireside Chat hosted by Priya Varadarajan 